0: I'm experimenting with new camera angles is this one artistic
1: yeah there's a microphone covering up your face
0: yeah I want to I want to be anonymous I just want the people to hear me as well as possible and not see me because well
1: we do do a audio-based podcast we can always just not upload video on YouTube
0: oh that's right so I mean I guess that that (laughs) The reference isn't even good to literally everybody who's watching this because they're like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna load up YouTube to look." Maybe this is just some ploy to have people click their YouTube and just juice the views, juice the engagement. Let me move the
1: camera yeah. a little bit. Yeah, go. you should really see the uh, the bathrobe that Joey has hanging up behind him.
0: That's that. That's the towel. That's the bathrobe. That's the extra mask. There's a. There's a. There's, there's a dog in here. Where is, where is I don't um
1: Look at that! Look at that. There's I dog. don't really do bathrobes um I
0: used to do bathrobes a lot more I feel okay. like there's a time and place where it is ultimately comfortable yeah and it's in a
1: hotel <laughs>
0: just a hotel
1: yeah when you take the towel bath towel a bath robe you know and you just wear it and uh that it dries you off.
0: That that that's not my vibe because the hotel bathroom, I assume, is just dirty and has other people's like semen on it. So I prefer what? Yeah, the
1: fuck. There's no Do way. Do you also wash assume those? that about the t- what? There's it's no the, way they
0: wash the bathrobes.
1: It's the like same that. material as towels. Of course they wash it.
0: I don't, I don't buy that. They they, they they like they know they have to wash the towels, but the bathrobes I feel like they can skimp on, like. They can get away without no. watching a bathrobe. No. I um.
1: Incorrect, Joey. Incorrect.
0: I I set up my other desk, so now okay. I I'm ready to start recording podcasts over there. There's a better microphone. There's some sound foam, but I'm not there. I'm still in bedroom mode. We're officially done. With all the bedroom set up and the office set up, we're we're good to go now. But the thing is, is that I am intentionally trying to talk meekly to make yes, as it's little so obvious. noise as possible. Oh, it it's is. very obvious. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's a middle ground <laughs> I can find. I I think like okay, so I'm going to boost my audio and post.
1: But I feel it, like people because you're to- you're talking a bit like like this, like it's a, it's. Like we need to be a little bit quiet. <laughs> and we're we're using our calm down voice. This to is the inside
0: voice. W- you know what? I cannot get excited about anything on the show. I I I cannot have an opinion. I cannot be excited. Um, I okay. So what I'm realizing is I don't know how to speak quietly without like changing my voice inflection. Hmm.
1: Like can yeah, you just I mean, can you just lower it, it, no, your voice but natural. like sound
0: the exact same? Am I like realizing um, something about about voices?
1: No, it's it it is very very natural that the that's that's why like um so like when it comes to voice acting stuff, um, yelling is always super awkward, right? Uh, because you actually do need to yell. You can't just project loudly. You need to actually yell mm-hmm. because there is a difference. And there is no way for you to be able to sound like you're yelling, but at a normal volume. So no, that's, that's totally normal. It's, uh, it's very difficult to be able to just keep the same sound of your voice, tone, (laughs) everything, just lower the volume, like you're (laughs) a fucking, like you're a fucking audio program. Like that's not really how that works.
0: Well, if anyone is at all curious why I sound like this, it's just we're, we're, we're trying a new audio format where this is the go to sleep podcast. We're here to read you uh, bedtime stories and lullabies uh, and make sure that you drift on easily into into MMR sleep heaven.
1: So what have you oh. been doing this week?
0: <laughs> Dude,
1: um, how's your tooth?
0: <laughs> it's actually fine. I would like. Good. I could make something up for the sake of entertainment value, but but what I got back was actually an interestingly large and dis- what I would say disproportionately large amount of feedback about dental implants, both good huh. stories and bad stories, and people who are scared and people who are mm-hmm. also scared. And uh, the update is. You shouldn't be scared of it Because 72 hours after the fact We're chilling Everything's fine It's really I'm super happy I did it I'm super Good. happy I did it And Good. now everything's Thanks, gone cool. I tried uh, I, I, I went back to lifting weights For the first time yesterday And I realized mm-hmm. that maybe I still shouldn't do that So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give that another Like mm-hmm. four or five days But everything else Dude, we're in Gravy Town. Did I tell you... Uh,
1: you... Is you, it you're, like, clenching your teeth too much?
0: Yeah. Did I tell you yeah. that um, I plan on asking the dentist out on a date?
1: <laughs> the student dentist? Yeah. Or the, the teacher dentist?
0: The student dentist. The student dentist I plan on asking out on a date. I've yet to be able to deduce if... Uh, if she oh, you went away. <laughs> My that's camera fine.
1: just uh, died for some reason. I don't, I don't know what I'll, that was. I'll,
0: I'll fix that in post. I probably won't. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The the this the, the student dentist. I'm trying to figure out if she's single, without just doing the thing which a normal person would do and be like, oh, are you dating anybody? Um, uh-huh. That's not fun. That's that's not fun. Um, but I've decided that there is a little bit of a there's a little bit of a click there. It's 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 small. Okay. Like 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 there there there's not fireworks. I'm I I'm, I'm not like puppy dog smitten but like I suspect I suspect that there's something there. And
1: I don't know uh, How many times have you seen her? Because uh, last time you explained that you have to go through like a bunch <laughs> of examinations that even though you like you don't actually need. So this is this has been going on for a while then.
0: I've probably seen her five times in person, maybe six.
1: Okay. And okay. And, and I'll see her. Yeah.
0: Two, three more times.
1: Okay. Okay. She's she's two three more times. She just started her
0: last year of dental school. Okay. And I don't know if she is interested in me or is really friendly or or I'm just Mm -hmm. an abnormally normal and dare I say charismatic patient. Because I think that she has to deal with really unfortunate patients for most of the day. Because they're people who are um, either with, like, extreme dental problems, oftentimes older, oftentimes older, sometimes fallen on hard times. And not to say that that that's a cast for people to, like, be grumpy, but I've seen a lot of people who I have shared these rooms with, and I would describe them all as... Older and grumpier. so I might just okay. be an outlier ray of light in her day and I might be mistaking making her happy for making her happy
1: mm, mm. that's uh have, have you have you talked about what you do at all for a living?
0: Yeah I I even okay. so much as did the thing where I went um, I hate telling people. That I have a couple podcasts. Especially in Los Angeles. I really Uh, love... I I fucking loathe it. Because it's like... Everyone has a podcast. If you go to the fucking Ralphs and check out, they're like... Well, yeah, I mean nice bananas i do a podcast about uh bananas it's like well <laughs> shit i mean we are in los angeles so like i think that podcasting has gone from a point where it's like oh man that's like a cool niche thing that like you know oh like how, that's, that's like they're like a youtuber or something or like a but now it feels so incredibly uncool to be like oh i'm like a streamer or a podcaster or a youtube Mm, Maybe that's not yeah. the case. Maybe there's still a lot of people who think that that is a that is an envious position of 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 privilege no, and power no, no, and coolness. No, no, no. But it, it feels no, to no, me, no. especially as someone who like is in the lower middle class of 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 said hobbies, like super not cool.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're not in the lower middle class. I am firmly. Our middle podcast class. Is, our 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 podcast is bigger than 99 percent of podcasts out there. Okay, that's and, true. And it, yeah and of course we're nowhere near the one percent out there the the point one percent rather the one percent to point one percent there's a massive difference but you know the uh the the thing is is that like i a hundred percent podcasting and streaming it's not cool to to talk about unless you are at that point one percent but the thing is is that because it's such a it, it both of those things have blown up to a point that like when you hear that somebody, what do you do? Oh, I'm a, I'm a streamer or like, oh, I run a podcast. Like you automatically assume like, what are the chances you're actually like making real money off mm-hmm. of this podcast or streaming? Mm-hmm. Much, much, much more, more likely. I'm talking to somebody who is like, I want to be, you know, I've made $20 this month off of, you know, it's like, that's not cool at all. That's not cool at all. You know,
0: so which probably speaks uh, to why you, you we just
1: de- naturally assume.
0: Yeah, it, pro- it probably also speaks to like some ickiness of why we determine worth from like people making money or being something as a career. But I do assume when people say like, "Oh, yeah, I'm a streamer," I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like, how many people watch you? Which is shitty because like they're probably just doing a thing that they like to do for fun. I enjoyed doing the podcast with you. We posted and people talk on. It's a good time, but it it shouldn't be about. The the numbers, but inherently, hey, I always think that it is. I it, always know no, no, no.
1: it's fair. Because, because the thing is, is you're talking when you ask that question, you're talking about what is your job, what is your career, and very 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 few people can make that their job or their career. I mean, like the same. Like my stream draws a couple hundred viewers, right? If I'm playing Dota, it's drawing a couple hundred viewers. One percenter. If I'm starting something Straight else. Straight up, one percent. Maybe a hundred. I'm a one percenter. I'm not making. I'm, that's not my career. Like I don't consider that my career, right? Even though I do have more success than than most people. And the thing is, is like what what podcasters and and. Um, uh, Streamers, what, what that um, job title is now, it's it's the 2020s version of uh, I'm in a band. You know, it's like,
0: <laughs> you're so okay,
1: right. Fuck. You're in a band. Like, yeah, there are a lot of people in a band, but are you in like a successful band? Like, is that your full time job or is that, do you want that to be your full time job and you're currently leeching off of mom and dad or you're currently in college and, you know, like, whatever, you know? Like, it, because the thing is, is that for ninety nine percent of people, it's not actually their job; it's their hobby, right? I consider streaming my hobby. That's that's not actually my job because I don't make enough money off of it for it to be, and I don't treat it like a career either. So, you know, but uh. but people confuse those things.
0: I know there's at least one person listening right now who's like, oh, how fucking dare you? You're, like, uh, talking about uh, no one listens, but I would kill to have fucking uh, thousands of people listen to my podcast. And they're probably right, but, like, it's still a for fun thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, like, no shame if you're, like, trying to do that. But, like, when people ask you, what do you do for a living? Like, they're asking, what do you make money off of? Like, they're... If, if somebody asks you what your hobby is and you respond with that, like I'll chill, but you know, yeah. again, different things.
0: I still, um, I, when people ask me what I do, I oftentimes feel like I want to lie <laughs> and, uh, s- uh and, and say that I'm still, I, I still work in a uh, TV. Because
1: okay. So I so feel that, like
0: uh, that's cooler. <laughs> than, than yeah, having yeah, yeah, yeah. to explain oh, I'm like I'm like a senior producer, I like work in esports, that's competitive gaming. Yeah, se- senior team. producers. It's, 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 it's like senior the Lakers, producers
1: but... really professional sounding. You know? I know. Like <laughs> just just say that. Just senior producer and I used to work in television. Like boom boom. You're in. But the, the 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 reason the whole reason I asked this in the first place is that you specifically said that you went through this uh, student dental situation to be able to save money. And, uh, and and I and I asked that question because part of getting you know people interested in you is establishing value.
0: I'm establishing the value of being I, frugal, which is fucking invaluable.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, but she may also think you're dirt poor. Like you are doing it for frugal reasons, but she may also think that you don't have a job, Joey. So that's why I asked that question.
0: No, no, no. We've we've. Uh... We've extensively talked about some work stuff. Actually, the person who did mm-hmm. the implant before they were like, uh, you know, gonna gonna put injections in my mouth. They're like, um, mm-hmm. oh, I used to, you know, I used to watch Team Liquid play in the uh, in the GSL. <laughs> he's like, oh. he's like some guy, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, what race did you play? And he's like, oh, you know, I played Terran stab. <laughs>
1: can take so, it. You were not a Terran player.
0: Uh, I was a Protoss player. Mm-hmm. In, in, in a former life,
1: I, Aren't I, Protoss, uh, look, Protoss nowadays are considered real scummy. Were they Were they considered scummy back in the day?
0: I will always think that Terran players are the most scummy because you just build Marines mm-hmm. and Marauders and then you fucking click and it's medivac It's fucking stupid. Um, but uh, Protoss <laughs> players, not not to get down to a StarCraft rabbit hole, but uh, Protoss players mm-hmm. having a pretty bad last couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You know. how, how? Okay, so you were really big in StarCraft. Can you give me, like, I, I told, I think we've gone through this in the podcast, right? I've talked about the different types of people that play the different roles in Dota. So can mm-hmm. you give me that same thing, but for the races in StarCraft?
0: Um, Terran players are basic. Okay. Because ter- Terran players are basic. They're like, I am a human being. I would like to have a power fantasy with other human beings. Mhm. Fine.
1: And uh, th- their strategies are relatively straightforward as my camera dies again. We can fix that later.
0: <laughs> uh there, there there there's a Zerg players are very manic or like Okay. Th- th- they are very manic. They 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 like chaos. And Protoss players are very controlling. Mm. They 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 generally like to have a lot of mastery over a smaller amount of things. Okay, those okay. are the three personality types that I just am firmly committing to after not playing a game of Starcraft in like three years. But like I know that yeah, it's yeah,
1: I mean you were really big into Starcraft. It's back true back in its heyday. So I figured you'd be able to get. It that was a good answer I appreciated that so is is protons the least micro what, what's the least micro intensive
0: have you really not played that much starcraft
1: like because you played like uh, War no three, I lit- I prepared. literally played campaign of both starcraft and Warcraft and that's pretty much it I played Warcraft uh PvP a little bit
0: there's but, someone who's gonna uh, fact check me that. here and do like a well actually in the comments um so mm-hmm, so to that mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. I can just like just preface this with please stop um also Sorry. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think, I think the Protoss units, uh, I always had an appeal to them because they were slightly more micro heavy. Uh, I think that people would be like, mm-hmm. oh, but like banglings and Zerglings, and people would also be like, oh, but I need to micro my barids and drop ships and like, yeah, cool. But yeah, like, there yeah, was always drop, something yeah, incredibly yeah. satisfying with sentry force fields and blink stalkers that, um, I, I, and, and, uh, and chrono boosting from your nexus that really, uh, appealed to playing Protoss for me. Which is why I When I started to play Dota I was originally like Oh what do I have That other Dota players Don't have I have really good micro I should play heroes like Chen And then I played a bunch of Chen games And I'm like Well I can't do anything I I've played Dota for for 3 weeks and and half of my games are, are Chen because I'm trying to uh. to micro creeps and jungle and
1: <sighs> I needed You know that's uh th- those are the strategies I I played very uh hero based strategies in Warcraft 3 because I found micro to be stressful. Um like I could do it, but I wasn't enjoying it when I was doing it. If you don't enjoy doing something, you're naturally not going to do it as well as you potentially could, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I always played very hero-based strategies in Warcraft Three, and that very naturally transitioned me into Dota because I was like, "Oh no, this is what I want! All this is what I've wanted the entire time. I just want to be able to micro one powerful hero. <laughs> That's all I want. I don't want I don't want other stuff to worry so about. So it was That's perfect more for me." You're oh, yeah. like, this is I, it. I was all just all like... I need
0: is one character. And then and someone's like, oh, do you want to play Visage? And you're like, no, fuck you.
1: No, no. I, I specifically went away from Warcraft 3 into Dota because I didn't want to do that microing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember like, uh, I remember because I started playing Dota like around Meepo being released in the Dota 2 client, like around then. I remember that was like a big touchstone to like my first probably six months of playing Dota, which had to have been very early 2012 or late 2011 if i had to guess and uh i was like oh dude this if i can control five characters i'm gonna shit on everybody and then i still didn't know how to play dota and it still continued to go poorly i really
1: yeah wish- and also a bunch of starcraft and warcraft players play dota so you know
0: <laughs> yes
1: that's what they all thought
0: <laughs> i if i can go back and do it all over again um, if I if I can throw one of those out there, I wish that I would have learned playing Dodo with someone who had a modicum amount of experience, because mm. I think that I could have learn I could have failed faster and learned faster, and had someone to take advice from who like wasn't just. I don't even know who I was learning Dota from. If, I, if I'm if i to go back and, like, really piece together, like, who I was learning Dota from, the answer was, like, no one. It, it was, like, Dota Fire guides for, like, hero builds because it's before builds mm. were in the game. And it was like, okay, I yep. think I know what to do here. And it was, like, I wasn't really watching streams. I wasn't really watching YouTube videos. I guess there were, like, some some light Dota Cinema tutorials. But, like, I can't... Like, when I think of starcraft i can i can just talk about players who i watched play and i like would copy strategies and write stuff down and i feel like i could learn and iterate on it right but i really didn't do that when i started dota and it was just fucking around with my friends and i think that i really kneecapped any growth for probably that entire first year just because i didn't have anyone to be like hey joey um you should really bring more than uh nothing to lane (laughs) Like, oh, you should, you should like bring more regen.
1: <laughs> or... We're getting back to that, by the way. Did you uh, have you noticed that uh, some offlaners are uh, rushing um, the uh, helm, uh, helm of Iron Will? They're going so, out with no items.
0: It's so good on Centaur. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, th- things just go in a cycle. Things just go in a cycle. It used, that used to be the strategy a long time ago. Start off with Helmet of Iron Will or Ring of Health, and, uh, you know, it comes right back.
0: <laughs> I used to play a Centaur build when, I think back then, Iron Will, this is like when Centaur was released ish, and stamping still stunned. Uh, Iron Will built into multiple things, it built into, uh, Armlet and Vanguard maybe. Mm-hmm. And there was a reason why I was like the first two items I was buying on Centaur was like two iron wheels that I would just run at people and be like you can't fucking kill me. Um <laughs> God I was so bad. I wish I, I wish that I had any like I wish that I had any VODs or any replays so that I can just watch them and, and really just be like wow, that was me a human being ten years ago
1: uh you know i uh i did that not too long ago about a month ago maybe i went back in uh not one of my replays but one of my uh casting bots one of the first times i ever did casting uh that was painful it was painful man i was so you could just hear the nervous energy you know it was awful it was so terrible so terrible this is like I'm talking like all the way back in Heroes of New Earth. I'm not talking about early join Dota. You know where like everybody hated me and stuff. Like I actually think that uh, my progression as a commentator happened way before I ha- got into Dota Two, which is probably uh, to your benefit. I, yeah, I mean I I think believe me, if like people had heard me in Dota Two the way I was in, in Han, they, like they would have immediately laughed me out of the building. I
0: uh, like maybe we don't I, give him a job.
1: Yeah. The the thing is, is that like, everyone says that they're like, oh, you know, I hated you when, when you first started casting, but you got so much better. I actually, the truth is that like all my growth happened in Han, not in Dota. I like refined myself in Dota. People also got to like learn my casting style and appreciate it more. You know, it's like, uh, of course, there's going to be a jolt if there's like, you're expecting Toby and you get somebody else. So, Yeah. People always uh, always say that I was really bad, but I actually don't think I was ever that bad. In Dota, in Han, I was very bad.
0: <laughs> I wonder. I guess I could probably go back and do something similar with like the first couple of times that I was on camera doing anything for like those early attack Twitch shows I was making, which at this point would be like five six years ago. And uh, I would hate to watch that. I would absolutely hate to watch them. one because I'd be like, "Oh my God, Joey, you're like twenty pounds smaller." And then, secondly, <laughs> after after I get over that, I would be like, "Why? Like, how do you not know how to say words?" Um, yeah, it's yeah, really a words are thing. words
1: are hard. It's really they're, they're really hard a when you're being thing. recorded.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of words being hard, yep. um. Something else that I find hard Is making eloquent segues Between topics I think that in order to do it Properly You actually Uh have to Think about things A modicum in advance And not just try and boom slam on the brakes And transition right Yeah, Because words are hard I really saved
1: that what Um, do you want what do you want to talk about next Joey no
0: one will ever know no one will ever know that that wasn't intentional (laughs) they're they're like wow you know he really has grown as a human
1: we seamlessly went from talking about uh, Starcraft to to commentating to uh, what are we talking about now
0: I don't know. Um, I'm gonna ask her out on a date, just, just to put a bow on that. I'll give you some. Oh. I'll give you an update later. Um, good,
1: good, good, good.
0: I guess it's like six months out, so it's gonna be a long time till you get that
1: update. Anyhow, have you have you bothered asking like the secretary that you check in with? Uh, oh, that feels like have cheating. Did you bother asking her? What, what do you what do you mean that's cheating?
0: There's no way that they know each other. I'd be confident that they don't know each other. There's a lot of dental students. Mm. Um, What what I wanted to seamlessly transition to is that I think Mm -hmm. that there is literally two things that happened over the course of the last week that could be the spurring of any conversation in the world of Dota. Because nothing's happening. Nothing's happening.
1: Well, that's not true. There's the Dota 2 Championship League of 2021 Season 2 and the BTS Pro Series closed qualifiers for Southeast Asia. Also, I-League just closed up. I'm just joking. Nobody's watching that. <laughs> Nobody's watching those tournaments.
0: <sighs> Good times. Uh. Um <laughs> there was and you probably saw this Because there it was I'd say in the last six months Potentially the uh, Reddit Dota thread That has gotten the most upvotes uh, uh-huh. in, in, in a hot minute uh, The conversation was reignited About uh, Being Shitty To women In-game uh-huh. Reignited right and It is
1: the most upvoted of this year wow, I actually just checked the the subreddit and did top this year, and yeah.
0: That makes sense to me. I I think it just caught traction on all, and I actually haven't really investigated why that is. But um, what I actually want to talk about is is a derivative of that, and one might see this as venting. And one might even see this as a way to get myself into trouble, so maybe I should really think about my words before I say them. But, um, there were a multitude of complaints about that Reddit thread not being censored's the wrong word, it's very loaded language, Uh, moderated enough? Not
1: moderated more heavily?
0: Not moderated more heavily. Okay. And generally when I see these arguments, uh, I get, uh, my, my first thought is, well, this person is probably correct. Let's take a look and make sure that like, I feel good about what's going on in there. And that's how I did not feel this time. (laughs) Um, I feel like it's it's r- hard for me to be someone who uh, outwardly believes and tries to uphold the ideas of uh, as much equality as possible, and and actively defending any minority in the space of in in the Dota space, while at the same time still. Balancing that with the idea That people still need to be Able to have like an Honest discussion That isn't just Like a one sided thing because Reddit threads are notorious for being Complete like generally There's one predominant narrative That happens in the comment section like One tends to take over and then it floods And uh, it, 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 It's a lot of group think from there on Right but I think that There is a productive exchange that happens a lot of time in these threads where people say things that might be shitty, but really it's just them, like, trying to be open and honest and, like, have a discourse about issues. Mm -hmm. So removing everything that's even a hint of negativity and, like, whitewashing something to only be the people who are saying, Oh, You know, yes, I agree. Of course we should treat women better. Does a disservice to the people who are actually, like, being shitty and either engaging in a conversation, which could potentially, you know, be enlightening to them, or sometimes being shamed because I think there's value in some people expressing bad opinions and and getting...
1: Oh, shame shame is a very powerful tool. Shame is a very powerful tool that we've developed in society. So, yeah, I would agree.
0: So I, I I definitely felt some uh, some some struggle to to look at that and be like, well, what is worthwhile here? <laughs> like ultimately, there's there's a handful of people who decide like what is too far, and I think that we, by and large, do a pretty good job at that. And I don't want to blow smoke at my ass or other people who were like, you know. Looking at the comments and deleting stuff But, uh, to Then, like, go over to either Twitter Or, like, some Discords And be like, oh, man Fucking, they don't do enough Just, like, feels bad And it almost gives me, like, empathy for other people Like, who, who are into it, It does give me empathy for people who are Uh, in, in a position like that because because those ones really get me because I can be a dick and just like get rid of comments but when it's about something that I care about it feels a lot harder <laughs> mm. um so that's my incoherent soapbox for the evening the the that uh, policing, I, I will say that um... policing that thread was hard and then seeing feedback that people weren't satisfied, that it wasn't stricter was also hard because it's, it's difficult to be like, well, are they right? Or are they potentially too far in the other direction? And who am I to say who's too far in the other direction?
1: Well, I'm, I think you, I think you could have an opinion about that. I think like, for example, I think it's pretty easy to say, broadly speaking, uh, people need to be allowed to make mistakes and to have wrong opinions. Uh, they need that room to be able to ha- do those things. Uh, and if you don't give them the room to do those things, they will find um, they they will find other areas to be able to do so, and they will develop those echo chambers that will feed into their incorrect beliefs. So, I I agree. I mean, it, like people. Like, uh, pe- people do not give um, enough room um, to uh, other humans to learn and grow, right? Like, uh, like uh, no, no matter how, where you think you are, morally speaking, uh, no matter, like, how good your upbringing is and how perfectly you feel like you, you know all the rights and all the wrongs and you do all the rights and you don't do all the wrongs, like... Uh, Damned if I don't. The, you you want to be able to learn more. Like there's always something that you should be able to learn. I, you should always be growing and getting better as a person. I, yeah, that is like one of the the strongest foundations. Hot take, like, dude. Like, who, like who calm who the I fuck down
0: person. with that.
1: <laughs> so so in in that regard, like in order, how do you get better? Well, you make mistakes, right? You you have you make misjudgments, you make missteps, you. Say the wrong things, you do the wrong things, you believe the wrong things. And so if you don't give people the the room to be able to do that, and the feedback of people learning that they're wrong about something, or because, you know, we all just live in our own skin. So that person isn't experiencing somebody else's life. So it's understandable that they would have a judgment that is something like, Well, you're not special just because you're a girl, like I get a shit on all the time because of XYZ. Like, yeah, you do. And some of that's not okay, but, you know, like, <laughs> women do have it really tough still, and you can acknowledge that and, and, uh, and be supportive of that, you know? So, it's, uh, I, I, I think you guys, uh, like, I've always thought the Dota Tube moderation has always been uh, very, very solid. Um, I always think that over-moderation of these things is uh, is usually bad
0: yeah and i agree with that and i guess thank you but i i think that if i'm having a therapy session for a second surely it just comes down to my inherent want to make everyone as happy as possible so when i see people who are on the same team as me not be happy or for me like not waving the team flag big enough or fast enough like mm-hmm. that's when it's like, oh man, like we agree about the issue, and we both feel really strongly about it, but I just think that you're more, uh, like, I like I I'm I'm in like a different position, and it's like, oh, I guess I it, it's another instance of well, I can't make everyone happy, so I really need to try to let that go.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's a fight that I'm intimately aware with. For multiple reasons, uh, one of which is just being, you know, being somebody on the internet, right? Can't make everybody happy. My, jo- my job is dependent on making as many people as happy as possible, and uh, and like, that is a part of my job, right? Another part of my job is being good at my job, but there is still a part of it that is, you know, you've got to make people happy. I could be really fucking good at my job, but if nobody likes me for whatever reason, I'm probably not going to get hired, right? So it's, uh, yeah, you, you, it's a very, very hard thing to accept uh, when, when somebody has an incorrect opinion of you, you know, when somebody thinks that you are something other than what you are, or if somebody just hates you for a reason that you don't understand, or, you know, like, you know, th- those sort of things are very hard to let go. I find them more so harder to let go when it's somebody else when i know mm. a person and like they're getting like that's like i'm always somebody who like jumps in on these things when like somebody else somebody else is you know like getting flamed somebody else is you know being uh, criticized i'm i'm always jumping in on there because i i find it very difficult it's it's like hard to defend yourself right against somebody criticizing you because they they just naturally think that you're just reacting right but if somebody else comes along, you know, and says like, hey, you're wrong about this person, you know, then I, I think you are much more likely to change their, their, uh, they're going to be open, at least, to changing their perspective. So, yeah, I know, I agree. It's a hard thing. It's a hard I, thing to w- look I go.
0: walked away from that thread, though, and, and from that conversation, though, feeling like I always do, which is a general mm. sense of optimism that... At least one person had an introspective thought or a changed opinion or a realization. Yeah. Um. And that's a very slow way to look at change, but it's a definitely, I guess, the way that I feel some kind of comfort because I don't think that that kind of discussion happens, especially not in such a forefront way for so many people, and no one has some kind of a an introspective thought about it so
1: yeah i mean all the, all these things build up right like one person has that that thought here more likely tens maybe even hundreds of people have a little ping that goes off in their head right this is just one reddit thread that they spent five maybe an hour like five minutes maybe an hour
0: you maybe know? 30 seconds like, for some of them
1: yeah like could be you know uh, and then they go on with the rest of their life. And then there's going to be other things, maybe other Reddit threads, maybe real-life interactions, like whatever it is, it built up, it built up, and um, that, that person slowly changes. I mean, do you think that thread would be nearly as successful 10 years ago, five years ago? No. No. No, no I don't think so at all. So uh, that should that should give you a lot more uh, hope than than anything else i mean again it's the most popular thread of this year so (laughs) you think any of the threads of like 2018 2017 2016 2015 any of those or anything close to that sort of topic probably not
0: no people still cared about the game then so it was like oh there's a balance change (laughs) oh boy the international (laughs) price pulls bigger than ever before like that's what those were
1: true true Yep. yeah yeah
0: but now we're just deprived of our sweet, I sweet actually
1: went through the threads reader. of all time. Sorry. It's it's in the top ten of threads of all time of our Dota 2.
0: Oh wow. Oh wow. I so, would have guessed that. Yeah. Wow, then I guess it actually is newsworthy and probably not just for me complaining about it. <laughs> because yeah, I mean, it probably than, than is the... some kind of a some kind of a sign of some people, more people having Mild yeah. change opinions, although clearly because the problem is still hyper prevalent, not enough people.
1: But yeah. opinion
0: is shifting. Hopefully, yeah, uh,
1: it's it's bigger than the Gabe Newell thread. <laughs> Posted by user Gabe Newell, Bellevue. Why did he need to put belt? I guess he didn't have like somebody else The Gabe Newell. <laughs> Update from the Shanghai Major <laughs> five years ago. Oh, fucking fantastic. It was bigger than that thread. And of course, there are more people on our Dota 2 than there were back then. But, you know, I think it still gives you a good amount of perspective. So James is
0: an ass. James
1: is an ass. <laughs> James is an ass, and we won't be working with him again. God, what a fucking godlike thread. Uh Too Good is the top response. <sighs> Incredible
0: man, but yeah, other than that i uh I played a lot of games this week mm-hmm. like an like an exceeding amount. I played oh, see uh, I thought
1: you were gonna transition that whole thread into the the blizzard thing oh <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a reason to be optimistic, ah, there's a reason not to be optimistic, <laughs> oh man,
0: the blizzard thing. Is I think when you work in and around games and you have a lot of friends who are females, you uh, hear stories about companies. And I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of people who just have companies in their head who are like, ooh, I'm not super sure about them. A big one was Activision and Blizzard. A big one is Riot.
1: Mm. Uh, and, and they're the two ones that have been very prevalent in the news lately. So, mm-hmm. so, uh,
0: it, it, I, it, it, be, it, uh, stirred up a lot of interesting, uh, conversation at work, which I feel like is valid. Uh, and it was definitely harder to do work that day cause people were distracted and also how fucking disgusting, um, yeah.
1: Seriously some of the stuff that came out of that was uh ooh my goodness i just uh like like the 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 like understandable that like um individual um interactions can get really nasty and scummy and that they remain hidden under the rug right because mm-hmm. if that person doesn't say anything and the person who had the bad interactions with somebody doesn't feel comfortable saying anything to anybody uh, or, you know, is afraid that they won't be believed or doesn't want to ruin relationships with other people or whatever it is, right? It's, like, understandable that that just kind of gets swept up the rug. But, like, a company culture where, like, people get drunk and just, like, fucking troll around the office, like, hitting on people, like... What? That's it's so, so blatantly foreign public.
0: To it's also so foreign to the so wild. Like, I, I look at that stuff... And it always serves to me as a reminder that, like, this exists. Because I think that I often find myself insulated. And even though, like, I, I hear about it and I understand it, uh, I, I go, like, oh, well, surely people aren't that monstrous, right? But no, like, it exists. And it exists not, like... Uh, you know in spooky places overseas that's like easy to compartmentalize or vilify it like exists in irvine california at blizzard right like it exists in our backyard in our industry and it's like oh oh wow
1: (laughs) yeah it it, it exists in the same area in the same space where very likely the the same people are are making you know like tweets about stuff you know they're you know they're they're supporting certain social movements and they're very likely having something to say about like you know like oh fuck sexism or stuff like that and they still act like that you know fuck sexism
0: uh, come over here let me fart on you
1: (laughs) yeah seriously it's uh some wild shit for sure but yeah if you if you guys haven't checked that out there the the blizzard allegations the uh there's some some kind of like crazy shit to be happening in a big company like activision blizzard uh where 20 percent of their their uh workplace is female like it's a lot of employees
0: like i can feel my blood pressure be uh, warmer just just thinking about it again um Have you played the Pokemon Unite?
1: I did. I played about two or three games with Ellie. Um It was okay. Um, people really were like, oh, this game's like a lot of fun. It's like way better. And it was better than I expected, of course, but I would not call it really fun. Uh, but then again, I'm a Dota player, so it's like very natural. I'm just like... And I'm I'm going from riding a motorcycle to riding a kid's uh, a tricycle. A, a, yeah, a kid's tricycle. You know, it's like I'm like, you guys think this is really fun? Like, what? It's very basic, and um, I mean, it's it's kind of cool, but monetization is uh, seems to be a bit of a problem. Yeah, you can uh, just uh, be more
0: powerful by spending money, which is, like, never something that I think is good at all. But that aside, I think that I've seen some people talk about it in, like, okay, positive, and disparaging ways. Like, it really spans the spectrum. I've probably played 30 matches over the last week. Okay. I've probably played about 30 matches over the last week. Um... Use it to like listen to some podcasts. Use it to just lay in bed like I was like oh this this, this is fun um, you gotta play a Nintendo Switch it's only on that platform you do not need mm-hmm. Nintendo online which was the reason why I did play it which is great so hopefully it doesn't stop other people from playing it and I would just generally encourage people to try it especially if you like Dota because I think it's an interesting experience in the sense that uh, you know we're by and large, I think it's fair to say a little gatekeepy about Dota being Dota and a MOBA. This is, I, I I know that, that heroes, the storm kind of got, you know, the moniker of like baby's first MOBA because it it was designed to be much (laughs) simpler across the board. But like, yeah, this is close to the most distilled version of a MOBA that I think you could actually get. It's,
1: Okay, so I like I am very curious about the success of Pokemon uh, Unite because of this MOBA discussion that we're having. Because I feel like MOBAs are a bit of a, 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 a fading genre. You know, they're they're a genre of the past, and I'm very curious how successful Pokemon Unite is because it's it's a simplified MOBA right, that is also targeted towards a younger audience, right? Because naturally it's a Pokemon game, so it'll naturally just, you know, kids will play it and stuff. So I'm, I'm very curious how, because I just feel like the next generation of, of gamers don't really, aren't really that interested in MOBAs. And I was going through some of the games and like the last round of MOBAs that, you know, obviously were not successful. And I'm talking about non-mobile m- MOBAs. Uh, You know, those came out in like 2016. You know, the and those were like small stuff, like Paladins. uh, Let's see, Dawn Gate was canceled. Paragon, like those are the kind of that was the last round of mobons. Like the last big one that came out was maybe Heroes of the Storm. That was 2015. Like it's been six years since a really big MOBA like Pokemon Unite came out and so i'm very curious to see how it does
0: i mean you couldn't attach a better brand to it literally right
1: oh yeah for sure for sure
0: you could not attach a better brand to it and i think that there's i think that there's going to be some some nurturing here i think that there's going to be people who S- if pokemon unite proves to be something that is even remotely healthy and i'm not saying big like Legend, league of legends or big like dota like if i'm if if it can capture the same amount of people who like i don't know what's a good analogy who play smite
1: smite yeah smite's a good one
0: i bet that it's going to feed people into different mobas
1: yeah yeah probably
0: i also Aside from the fact that I'm pretty sure that it's just going to have gross and disgusting, even more so than now monetization uh, I've been having a good time with it as something that is brainless. And that's what people Mm. told me about Heroes of the Storm. My friends who like Heroes of the Storm would be like, Joey, it's great. Like, I can just turn my brain off it doesn't really matter. I don't have to try that hard. Like, I can try, but like, it, it, you know, it's it's whatever. Like, that's how a lot of people described HOTS to me. And I didn't get it. I'm like, oh, well, why would you want to, like, not really care? Mm -hmm. I think I get it now. Maybe I've I've withered away. Uh, But playing Pokemon Unite, and I don't know, like, I might be back next week and I'll be like, I'm never touching this game again. But I envision continuing to play a little bit more with friends, like having fun, maybe playing with some of my friends who don't play Dota anymore, but like want to play Pokemon Unite for a little bit. Like, I think that it really lets me not care.
1: <laughs> like and the, uh, okay. So the comparison Heroes of the storm confuses me. Cause I found heroes of the storm way more fun than, than Pokemon Unite.
0: Interesting. I, I didn't so... like hots at all.
1: Like, at Oh, really? Okay. Hmm. Huh. Hmm, well. See, I have no problem like shutting my brain off. I just I've just found Pokemon Unite to be just too simplified.
0: Right. It because I mean it is more simple than Hots. Maybe the fact yeah. that it's like a it's like a curve where like Hots was too simple but it was bad. But Pokemon Unite is so simple, so 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 simple it's actually good again. <laughs> Maybe that's like oh, kind okay. kind of how it works right. for me. Um
1: uh-huh. so stupid it's genius.
0: I've yet to play uh, a good game with a real team where I actually like try and play the game like a MOBA and lane properly and not just like have five people who pick like uh, carry Pokemon and then just like fucking. Yeah. I actually have a
1: defender on each lane and then like, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah, I haven't done that either. It would be interesting for sure. Yeah. So maybe that's that's where the complexity and, uh, comes in.
0: Anywho, uh, Whenever Esports org starts signing Pokemon Unite teams, that's when, uh, you know... That's when that shit gets real.
1: Yeah, or uh, hiring um, commentators, perhaps. Hmm? <sighs> Anybody want to hire me for a Pokemon Unite game?
0: That's true. You probably have to download Pokemon Unite, even if you really didn't want to, because there's, like, at least a non zero part of you that goes, oh, well, if this is fun, there might be a business opportunity.
1: Yeah, it's um also... It's, it's, it's awkward um, because it's currently a conversation going on behind the scene that I can't really talk about too much, but um, part um, what, what spurs from this and Pokémon Unite is the fact that the community, with the community values, is um, talent who are dedicated to the game, right? um dota 2 especially is very closed off to outsiders but like in general esports communities value the the talent that are committed to their game that are watching the games that know the history that know the players intimately all these sorts of things right Know in-depth mechanics can talk about analysis like there's so many things that come from being dedicated to a game community values that most tournament organizers value that um, but an interesting thing is that, like, I don't think Valve really values that in Dota talent, um, and I and I think that's in like an interesting note because I can see why they, they think that, and I don't necessarily think they're wrong per se, because if you invite, you know, like uh, this has nothing to do with TI invites, if anybody's curious, but like if if you invite to like a third party tournament, right? You invite the the Dota people. Right you're gonna get the same you're not getting any new viewers out of hiring those those talent. all you're doing is making the community happy, but it's not like you're bringing in any new viewers when you hire OD Pixel. people who are watching OD Pixel are already dota fans yep. and dota fans were gonna tune into the tournament anyway right so it's 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 very um, it's very weird because all you're doing by hiring them is making the community happy and making sure viewers don't go away but if you wanted to bring in new viewers you need to be able to reach outside of that sphere right so effectively people who work other games are more valuable in that regard right your day nines your machines your like who are all all the the talent that have worked ti's that haven't worked Chobra. um, Wheat. That aren't like professional DJ Wheat. Great example. That's a really good one. Day9 and DJ Wheat are like two really big examples of that. Um, Yeah, it's just like they hold the more value because they're naturally going to bring in audiences that aren't Dota people, you know? Now, whether or not they stay is something else, but like, you know, at least they're going to be brought in for that show. So it's a... interesting point so it's like well the community doesn't want me to do pokemon unite or whatever like it is more valuable if i was to diversify that way if i did league of legends i'd be a lot more, i'd be a lot more valuable i think to to like valve for example be like oh shit he's doing riot work like he can bring in riot people or like he he's diversified enough that he is valuable enough to do something you know like other than Dota Fence, I naturally have more power, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you don't work, like TI, it's like TI takes up three months. There's nothing going on, right? That's the only thing going on. So if you only do Dota, you have no other work, right? But if I work other games, right? If Riot contracts me and says like, hey, we want you to work worlds. And Valve's like, hey, we want you to work TI. Like, I'm in a dream position right cuz i can negotiate between them decide who you know whoever pays me more that's the one i'll work or whatever but you know if you only do dota you have you don't have any power there so
0: i might be getting the wrong message here but let me try and mm-hmm. distill dude if you did pokemon unite casting i'd be so fucking hyped for it
1: hell yeah let's go <laughs> uh yeah, i mean i'm honestly not expecting to do any pokemon unite casting because uh because league of legends is league of legends talent right league is a bit bigger game b- broader appeal so therefore their talent have broader appeal uh and then there's just various talent in general who can pick up a game like pokemon unite there's uh like i was i saw pokemon uh golden boy was playing it for example like there's a general yeah general esports talent who like it's not like pokemon unite you need to know anything about right anybody any talent could of any game could pick it up and go so much more likely your league of legends overwatch league valorant uh i think those casters are more likely to be picked up for pokemon unite stuff but we'll see
0: Unless they want the best. I would have to like case.
1: hardcore start yeah, I'm not gonna start about making content about Pokemon Unite. I don't like that game that much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what if you, I I just want to hear you say Machamp a lot. Machamp. Machamp. Oh god, he just hit his evolution to the garrett Chomp. They're He's gonna evolved. have so much damage. It's a it's oh, no, it's a Snorlax sleep. Everybody get fucking home.
1: choking no longer. He's a Machamp. God. Brilliant. Yeah.
0: That one's free, everybody. That one's free gold. You want to button.
1: talk about one more Reddit thread?
0: Yeah, I want to... Oh, God. Uh, yes, please. Go ahead. Let's round it out with one more Reddit what, what thread. Are, what
1: are you saying, oh, God?
0: Because I think you you're probably going to talk about the about? other one that a lot of people talked about.
1: Uh, is it the Gorp one?
0: Oh, yeah, it's the Gorp one.
1: Yeah, it's the Gorp one. So, uh, I'll, I'll keep this pretty short and sweet. Um, but... So I'm glad Corp's calling out NFTs. Um, I think, um, you know, he specifically calls out Kyle, which I think is a little unfair, but uh, also a little fair. Kyle puts himself in a position to do that. The uh, If people want to know why, like, talent... First of all, I'm not sure why talent always have to be, like, the moral arbitrators of the scene or whatever, like
0: yeah that what a weird... and everyone
1: just is like ah, players don't they don't have to do any of that like they they just need to focus on the game but like talent you know like where our uh, our relationships with various like talent our relationships with the community and with the developer and with the tournament organizers all matter like in order for us to continue to work and put food on the table like we have to be the moral arbitrators of the scene but the players who can just focus on dota and get invited to things like apparently they don't have to do that which at all. isn't like that always,
0: in other worlds like n- no one goes uh what? excuse me lebron i don't want to fucking you know you don't matter uh stan van gundy get over here like n- that doesn't happen
1: yeah so i'm not sure why it always falls on on talent to be the 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 people but you know some talent like putting themselves out there for that uh i have done it a couple times for something that i've really believed in and you won't see me saying like a whole lot about nfts you want to know why because i don't view nfts any differently from the shady gambling sponsors that have filled up tournament organizers for the last 10 years and you know what (laughs) like i don't don't know what to say Uh, i think that uh I hope that some days eSports gets to a place where uh, we don't have to deal with that, where I don't have to think about the fact that they've got like, what is that 1x bet, you know? And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, am I going to work that event? Am I not going to work that event? Uh, Like, do I actively hurt my, do I actively take 5% away from my yearly salary to like not work this one event? How many more events am I going to have to decline because of this? That gambling sponsor? money
0: pays your rent the same as.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Same as the 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 money laundering that goes on. The same as the. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I'm, I've never said anything about shady gambling sponsors because you know I I know tournament organizers that is their lifeblood, and uh, just like for casters, our lifeblood is working tournaments. For them, this is getting sponsors, and the only sponsor... They, it's not like they're happy, or at least I don't think so. Maybe they are. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a point where esports is uh, big enough that we can actually uh, have real name brand sponsors like Coca-Cola and McDonald's and shit. Uh, but I, th- I think some people are kind of missing a point that is maybe uh, a little bit hard for people to be able to accept... Part of the argument about like, hey, tournament organizers aren't making money. We should try and make the scene friendlier to that. That is also why shady gambling sponsors and fucking NFTs now are a thing because they can't get money anywhere else. So they're getting the money the, the, from the fucking only places that they can. So yeah, <laughs> like, of course. That, that is also why we want streaming platforms. That, that actually compete against each other. I know everybody hated Facebook, but like when it was first announced, it was a fucking big deal because it was like, oh, we might finally have com- competition in streaming platforms. And you know where all the money in television comes from? Competition of streaming platforms.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: That rights. that's the, the Broadcast rights are a massive, massive part of budgets. And that is just something that is not that big of a deal. In esports, because Twitch is such a dominant force, right? So if there's no broadcasting rights, right? If there's no like if you're not getting money from that, maybe you get some money from your Twitch partnership deal, but you know, like that also means you can't stream on YouTube, for example. That also means you have to run 6-7 minutes of ads every hour. They have to be combined together. They can't be broken apart apparently. They have to be I think bare minimum of 3 minutes. Uh, or sorry, they can't be run all at once. Rather, they you can only run a maximum of, of three minutes. So, if you ever wonder why ESL one had multiple commercial breaks, every single game—that's why. I thought it's they because they just wanted you to practice
0: your runs. tosses. They they wanted you to get really good at throwing at commercials. <laughs> they they were doing it for you,
1: you and Chief. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, like it, 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 without the 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 competition, without the the platforms competing against each other, without these broadcast rides, like. The tournament organizers aren't making the big money that you see in television in the first place. And then if we don't have big enough numbers and we don't have good enough uh, marketing, targeted marketing, you know what another thing that happens in television? You have localized ads so that people buy ads for people that will actually go to your business. What do you think the ads are on Twitch? They're not localized. They're shotgun blasted out into the air. (laughs) you think like anybody who's like, uh, my business only operates in Wisconsin. You think they're putting a, a fucking ad on Twitch? No, no, because th- those go internationally. And there's a shit ton of viewers that just do not matter to, to certain sponsors because they're like, well, that, there's just nothing there. So if you don't have huge numbers, you're not going to get a ton of money out of that. You can't actually direct... Your marketing very well, so you're not going to get a whole lot of quality, and so you're not going to get a ton of money out of that side of things either. So there's just no money. So yeah, part part of like Kyle calling out, uh, you know, like Gork basically says, like, why isn't Kyle calling this out? When he calls out like the streamers, whatever, right? It's like, well, this all kind of leads into one another, right? Kyle wants to make the the space better for third party organizers because if like, they, they need to make money, and if they're not making money, like, they're getting money the only way they can, which is from shitty areas. And eventually, even that money is not going to be enough, and we're just going to have less tournaments, you know? oh we're just going to be left with one monopoly, which is very rapidly happening, right? It's like ESL one. ESL is like a huge... Hold on on esports and True. Twitch is a huge hold on streaming platforms, and it's like those two things are, are not really that good for like the future of esports as a whole. Competition is always the best way forward.
0: I was surprised that uh, the people who are doing the the ride and Valorant stuff in Europe is actually Freaks for You. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, what do you know? Freaks for You is the people who are doing like VC. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: He who shall not be named freaks for you?
0: Yeah. I saw it. <laughs> they're doing what? Yeah, they're, they're doing the riot contracts for Valorant. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm like, well, Good I guess to, for to them. The ESL. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is um, wild. That kind of blows my mind. That's uh, Blitz and I were just having a very cathartic talk about uh, both Toby and uh, Joey Dota. Uh, Just last night It was a very fun conversation It involved shitting on both of those entities So, you know
0: (laughs) Better times Or excuse me, better times now (laughs) The The my my opinion on the GORP stuff actually is is less about the 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 idea and controversy of NFTs and whats is and isn't isn't good for esports because I pretty much just exactly agree with everything you said like it's it's hard for me to even devil's advocate it um, I'm like i generally find myself suspect in any regards of people with like large rabid fan bases i feel like that's an instant like turnoff for me so when when i see a lot of people who are like oh man gorp is like the second coming of dota christ like good on him for having the world's best morals like there's just like a red flag that goes off in in my head and go i feel like i need to read more into this
1: yeah You know what it is? It's very similar to, uh, you know, like who also really doesn't like betting sponsors, Valve. You know who told the the team owners, hey, uh, no more, no more betting sponsors, Valve. And you know what the team owners were like? Bitch, you trying to kill me? Like, what the fuck? Like excuse me, you're trying to cut the that's like eighty percent of 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 the money that we get is from betting sponsors. you're trying to tell me that we have to cut off betting sponsors why it's okay. what do you
0: mean now well teams are past betting sponsors and now big teams just have crypto sponsors
1: yeah yeah, yeah now now they' all... shout out to uh t s m f t x and just i just I just work that fucking. The charity event that they did. Did you, did you see that? That's right.
0: Oh, did Undying announce today that they are TSM?
1: No, Undying announced that they are not TSM. Undying announced that they are going to TI as a free organization. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that whole thing was. I don't know. Like, I'm so confused now why they did anything in Dota. I might, again... I, I think it's solely because they just can't do anything in League of Legends, right? They can make their own tournaments, so de- yeah. Yeah. It's so it, it's so developer controlled. There's probably a contractual they obligation do? They to run do a, a tournament. tournament. Well, that's Blizzard, So
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's probably just a contractual obligation to do a tournament. I I didn't know that you did the the T S M thing. Uh I also didn't oh, yeah. know that I'm yeah, dying is that that's funny. They they definitely swerved people twice. <laughs>
1: yes they um, they paid uh slightly over my my day rate for me to do four best of ones of uh what was for some of them the their first time playing dota <laughs> uh for others uh one team actually, Got somebody who's like an immortal player as their stand-in. They said they only had four people in the office who could play Dota, so they got a stand-in who was like a top one thousand NA immortal player. Did they win? It was so stupid. Yes, they did. They, of course, they shit all over them because was, was you it, know.
0: Wait, so it, it was like it was like an office league.
1: Yes, it was an office league. I I was telling I did that with Jenkins. And Fuck, I, I told Jenkins
0: I I could have why why didn't why did I I could have got a team of people to play Dota?
1: Uh, well, there was no 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 it was TSM slash FTX TSM FTX of course they took they I, I messed up saying TSM only once and they were like hey uh be sure to include FTX TSM FTX uh and then the rest of them were crypto they they were all crypto uh companies like one of them was like um. I think one of them was another one of those FTXs. Uh, they, they were like one of those um, websites for yeah. buying crypto. But the other ones were actual cryptocurrency uh, uh, companies. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> and so it was just their employees. And I was telling Jenkins, I worked out with Jenkins, and I'm telling Jenkins, um, like, esports is really becoming real sports because we were essentially doing what was... A private boxing match in a smoking room. We were essentially they, we essentially got hired for a private event for some bougie ass. <laughs> like that's what we were. We just it, we, there was a private boxing match with a bunch of millionaires sitting in a, a fucking room, a smoking room, you know. Like and there was commentators there. That's what me and Jenkins were at that point in time. Except there was esports and cryptocurrency. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not sure why we were casting, like, what what the point of us being there was, but it felt like it was just, you know, gratification.
0: When you do something like that, how do you not devolve into a certain level of just like, wow, these people don't know how to play Dota? Uh,
1: I mean, it's very much an entertainment-focused broadcast, which me and Jenkins is actually a pretty good duo at doing that um for example we we had a running joke that one of the guys was um an intern I think it might have actually been his name but it was intern and we kept on uh uh, talking about uh how he needed to be able to get the rampage in order to keep his job and and his hopes of of being able to be a full-time employee and you know like you know making all these intern jokes and like stuff like that you know it's just like you just make up funny entertaining shit and uh and roll from there you you hardly even talk about the you, you're not talking about the strategy of the game that's for sure
0: i see the future being more tsmftx focused eg has coinbase i think bydance mm-hmm. sponsor someone who i'm forgetting yeah. like I think that that we're going to continue to see this with all these exchanges who have a lot of money, who have staff who like esports, who are like, we can give money to teams.
1: Yeah, you so, know what was funny? It was like six months ago on stream. I was like, I was like, man, the uh, I, I straight up was talking about the NFTs that were coming out of team owners, and I was like, I straight up said something like, you know, like. Who else is joining in on these scanning NFTs? And I go I went through each of like the the team organizations and it was Navi Alliance um, OG and there was a fourth team that I still cannot remember. But Navi, I'm not sure if they dropped that one, but Navi was definitely one of them. I remember that. I think it might have been another CIS organization that was also doing an NFT PP. thing. And he- i I didn't publicly call that out because again same as the shady gambling sponsors like (laughs) i don't know what to say about that like i can't say anything about it and still go i still can't go like work a tournament you know (laughs) otherwise i'm literally only working ti that's it
0: (laughs) well uh hopefully we find out who's working ti soon and who's going to romania Uh, and how I'm going to get on a plane there. But until then, I'm Mm -hmm. going to uh, stop speaking and just hope that my mother didn't wake up. That's my goal. My goal is just to hope that I was quiet enough to keep her at bay. And then next week, I'll probably try and record earlier.
1: It sounds good it sounds good i uh i will be uh going to bed after watching a couple episodes of f1 drive to survive no not b stars drive be to survive drive to survive has been highly recommended to me it's uh it's f1 documentary about f1 it's um it goes in seasons television it's great. It's fucking fantastic. I don't give a shit about sports. I don't care about any sport, and I certainly don't care about racing sports, but uh, dude, Drive F1 to F1 is becoming
0: so popular, yes. it's being reinvigorated with the people in our cohort, for sure. People are like, dude, do you watch F1? And I'm like, what are you talking about? But like, I, I think that yeah. true hipsters are, are really into F1 right now.
1: Yes. So, F1, trying to Survive. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend that. Also, uh, what I'm going to be doing tomorrow is streaming and playing RimWorld with the new expansion, Ideologies, where uh, you can uh, you make your your post-apocalyptic. God damn it, my camera! Idiots can now have religions and uh, memes and things of that nature. And uh, my my current goal is making my my tribe of my tribe is the matriarchal cannibals, and they're tunnelers. So they're they're basically people who live in the mountain, matriarchal society, and are a bunch of cannibals. And they're called uh, their their religion is called the Feminine Shaft. It's uh, it's very good. It was randomly generated that name, the Feminine Shaft. It's great.
0: <laughs> That's what comes you, off the trees.
1: You want to know what the, the name of, of my... Uh, that's the name of the religion. You want to know what the name of my uh, my settlement is?
0: Which name is settlement?
1: This is given to me by somebody in Twitch chat. The Om Nom, Nom Mommies.
0: And you were like, <laughs> yep, that's the one.
1: That's the one right there. No other name really fits a matriarchal cannibalistic society than the Om Nom Nom Mommies.
0: <laughs> you know, that is kind of smart Fucking So good um, Do you like rhythm games? Um.
1: yeah.
0: Okay yeah. And, uh, If you like rhythm games If you listening right now are like Oh man, I'm not really a Wind World fan Maybe I won't watch Cap But I want to try a new game to play On my course of binging games over Over the weekend I played a game called Rhythm Doctor which I believe has been in development for like something crazy, like almost 10 years and has like a lot of uh, Chinese development too, which is super cool. Most fun rhythm game I've played in almost ever. It's like, it's like up there with things that I love like audio surf and beat saber and DDR.
1: Wow. Overwhelmingly positive 98% out of 10,000 user reviews. You should check it out. If you
0: like rhythm games, if you don't like rhythm, or like if you're a music person, if you're not one of those two things Then like, okay, maybe not for you But but if that sounds like something you like Like rhythm games, you should try it If you're like, fuck, I don't want to play RimWorld Or fucking Rhythm Doctor What should I do? You should get your cell phone You should go to your app store You should look up Blind Drive Like B-L-I-N-D-D-R-I-V-E And play Blind Drive With headphones Off your cell phone And you'll be like, damn Joey, thanks for the recommendation.